must work in our lives as Christians. And in the book of Galatians, the Bible says that uh, Christ became a curse for us. Yeah, so that the blessing of Abraham can come to the Gentiles, you know, which is us. Yeah, that the blessing of Abraham, that blessing that uh, God talked to Abraham about in Genesis 12, you know, it says that that blessing would come upon us. Amen? And so, uh, the blessing, that blessing needs to come upon us. It must work in our lives. We must make sure that the blessing is working in our lives. Amen? Commercial break. Praise God. So uh, it says the blessing of Abraham should come to the Gentiles. You know, the blessing must come, must must work, must be, must come upon us. Amen. You know, the blessing must be there, must work. So as a child of God, you must be concerned. Uh, when the blessing is not working, it must, it, there must, you must uh, tell yourself, you know, what is happening? Why is the blessing not working in me? That thing must trouble you. Uh, when the blessing is not working, because the blessing must work. Amen? And so the blessing was working, it worked in. In Abraham, it worked in Isaac, it worked in Jacob also. I mean, he was blessed. Here he goes to Laban and he works, you know, and his animals just multiply. Yeah, and Laban tried to trick him so many times, but the blessing was working. Let me tell you, you can never trick a blessed person. You, you can try to, to rob him, but when he's blessed, there is no way that yeah. So, as a child of God, I need to make sure that the blessing is working in my life. Yeah. I need to make sure that I am blessed. Yeah. There must be results in my life. See, when a thing is not working, it's you who should admit this thing is not working. And why is it not working? Try to find out why it's, is this thing not working. Because it must work. You know, we give up too quick. We give up too And then, we, you know, as Christians, we accommodate mediocre. We accommodate you know, things not working. We just, uh, things that are supposed to be working, 
we just accommodate them. That, that's it. Yeah, but when the blessing is working, it must work. One, two, one, two. Yeah, it must work. So we need to strive to see the blessing working in our lives. It must bother me when it is not working. When things are not doing, it must bother me. Yeah, that God, you said in your way, why is this thing working? It's not working. Yeah, at times, when I pray, I take the word, you know, and then I quote it back to God. So God, you wrote it. You know, it's not me. You wrote it. This is what you said. And then I read it back to God and say, God, I don't see this working in my life. What is the problem? Because there must be a problem. Yeah. And then God being gracious, he will always highlight or you can tweet this, you know, or this thing is what is blocking the blessing or this thing is what is delaying the blessing. Yeah. And by correcting that, then the blessing flow. So, uh, we, we should always be concerned when things are not working out in our lives. God, why is this thing not working out? This thing must work. Hallelujah. Why? Because... God promised us a blessing. And so a blessing definitely, you know, uh, must be working. Yeah. Definitely it must work in my life. Everything that I touch must be blessed. Yeah. At school, I must be blessed. I must have understanding. If I don't understand this thing, then I am blocking, the, the blessing has blocked somewhere. And I must not just accept it. No. Yeah. The blessing must work. The blessing must work at work. Yeah. Where you, you're working, you must excel. You must do well. Your job must come top. Because the blessing is working in your life. When the boss wants to promote somebody, he, you must be number one that he's thinking about. Because the blessing is working. And so when the blessing is working, that is talking about being on time, you know, and making sure that you are there, not knocking off before you know, it's time to knock off. You know, being faithful when you are given a job, you're doing it to the fullest. You know, you're paying attention to details. Then the blessing is working. You know, if the blessing is not working, you know, the blessing won't work if you smaller things. You see, it's smaller things that counts. So, smaller things must be corrected, must make sure that they are corrected, yeah, that things are working well. 
Are you with me? Then the blessing is working. It must work at your home. The blessing must work. Your home must be well. It must be blessed. Not everything you touch is broken. Then something other than a blessing is working. The handle is broken. The hinge is broken. The window is not closing well. You know, the ceiling is falling. Eh? You know, when you put on the light, you know, the light is deciding whether it wants to be on or off. You know, and then ultimately says, hey, let me give them grace. And then, uh, <laughs> then something, something else is working, not a blessing. The blessing must work that when you say on, it must be on. Then the blessing is working. What's that? Yeah, Oscar Baba, on when it's on, we better, you know. The blessing is not working that way. Yeah, Yeah, at times we tolerate things that are not supposed to be tolerated. We tolerate them. Yeah. It's like this is how it works. Switch on. Uh-huh. <laughs> you're looking at the light and you're hitting the switch. The blessing is not working. Yeah. Yes. The TV, you switch on the TV, then from there you hit the TV, you know, before something should, you know, can come up. The blessing is not working that way. The blessing must work. Amen? And so, when you have set your mind on that the blessing must work, then you'll be able to pay attention to smaller things. When the handle, just the screw, is loose, you will tighten it. Then the blessing is working. But when the blessing is not working, you will be blind to the loose screw. And the loose screw will affect the second one. You know, and affect all of them. And the next thing you pull the door, it's just the handle that comes up. Yeah. And then now, because you have accepted that that is how it is, you know, you now use a plier, you know, to open. Eh? Use a plier to open. Tang. Where's my tang? Yeah. Because the blessing is not working. Yeah. And then it's not opening nice. Now you go and get a screwdriver. When you open that door, you use a, a plier, then you squeeze in a screwdriver to, you know, squeeze it in. The blessing is not working. There is something else that is working. And as you do that, you break the mechanism inside. Now, when you fix, it's not only a loose screw. You're fixing the handle. You're fixing the mechanism. The screwdriver has been chipping off the door. 
Now that door is no longer nice. You have to fix the whole door. A curse is actually in operation. You know how does a curse operate? By, by blinding us. That's how a curse operates. When Satan wants to uh, get you sick, it will be winter here. We'll be having, you know, nice heaters inside. And, you know, uh, he will blind you that you should, you know, you should not be aware that, by the way, an immediate change of temperature, your body will react to it. From a hot area, you know, now you go out into a cold area. And now you catch flu. Now, so what has happened? The devil had blinded you to understand. And so when I tell people, maybe it's prayer in, we're in a prayer meeting and we've had heaters on and so forth. Five minutes before we go out, switch off the heaters. Cool down gradually. Adjust to the outside temperature. And people say, Pastor, you know, Risa, Risa, two days, Risa, two days. So, uh, we need to understand. You see, the greatest thing that God can give you is to give you understanding. Give you understanding, you are top notch. You avoid a lot of things. Yeah. I mean, when he wants to steal your money, you have your shoe, you know, and then he gets you not to be able to walk. Right. So you're out there with your shoe, your new shoe, you're kicking the stones, the, you know, everything, you know. And after two weeks, your shoe is finished. Now you have to buy another shoe. Whose fault is it? Yeah. So, but when you learn how to walk and not to kick stones, <laughs> eh? you walk nice, your shoe will last you 10 or more years. Then you won't have to buy a shoe every second week. Then a blessing is working. You, know, you look after your things. The blessing, when we talk about the blessing, we're talking about looking after your things. When you're driving a car, you look after your car. Yeah. That your car should not be falling apart. The door is not opening. Yeah. We have to kick it, you know, to open it. Uh -uh. Something is working. It's not the blessing. The blessing is not working. Yeah. 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 You try to wind the window while you're winding. Have you seen the taxis? You're holding it and then you're winding it. Yeah. You're winding it, you're gripping it like this. As you wind, you're moving your hand. 
Something else is working. It's not the blessing. So I say, always say, when a small thing is not right, fix it. Because that small thing is going to create more other things. And so you have to make sure that, you know, all is well. That you look after your property. It's a house or whether it's your car, you know. Uh, you teach your children, we don't put, we don't step on, you know, the sofas with our shoes and so forth. You teach them. Baby, take the break fall, you know, on your, uh, on your sofas. Yeah, you teach them because you want the blessing, you want those sofas to last you longer. So you teach them. You know, when the blessing is not working. Terrible things are happening. On Monday, we had gone to view a house, a property, yeah, that we wanted to buy. And so we, we get in there, and you should have seen this property. Every draw. Look, when we get in, the people, the agent, had gone there to spray cockroaches. So cockroaches were everywhere. Eh? Now, when you open the drawer, there were those that were alive and running. And, I mean, the hinges are falling, you know, and the paint is peeling off, you know, and, and so forth. And we, we are thinking, and they are blaming it on a tenant. No, the tenant, you know, uh, the previous tenant is, is the one, you know, who's doing this. But look here. When the blessing is not working, it's not working. Yeah. The windows are broken. One window is broken. Yeah. I mean, when we are to sign offer to patients, we have to mention all these things, you know, before we buy this and this. Hey. Praise God we didn't go ahead, you know, with that. And, but, uh, you know, so where we are, where we are staying, yeah, such things should not be mentioned. When we come to your house, things must be fine. Yeah, the okay, I want to It's not going to be straight. This cover so. It's like Obatlamu.
We are talking about the blessing. <laughs> yeah, things must be right. Yeah. Look here. When the room is clustered, telling you, the mind can't think straight. You can't you can, uh, have a great you know, a brainstorm and, and God gives you visions and dreams. No, because it's So things must be okay. Look here. You don't need money to be orderly. You don't need money. You just have to make to clear off, clear the cluster off. And that your place must be okay. In your bedroom, when you sleep, for you to have sweet dreams, the bedroom must be enticing to have sweet dreams. Not to see how bula man. Levatila la otro poli diusila. And how level la mo bula iliente? Kamara otro. Even when you are hanging a suit like this, but it's standing like this. <laughs> because, yeah, there is a lot of things. Yeah. There is MR. You know what? <laughs> I know that you didn't come here to, le- to hear all these things. <laughs> But we are talking about the blessing. Hallelujah. Who would like to invite me to your house immediately after the service now? <laughs> Somebody said, Pastor, I need a week before you could come. Blessing must work. Amen? Wherever you are. Yeah. I mean, things must be orderly. And then when you come, you are inspired. You know, you're inspired. I've come here, I'm inspired. Yeah. And so as I say that, it does not really require money. I mean, to clear off something, it does not require money. And so, the blessing will work. You will think better. I'm telling you, ideas will come when you are orderly. And uh, God talks about wisdom. Solomon prayed for wisdom. And God said that I will not only give you wisdom, 
Wisdom comes with riches and honor. It came because he had wisdom. Yeah. And so that is why the queen of Sheba, when she came, she saw everything that was there. She was impressed. And I will bless you. Yeah. So when we are orderly, I'm telling you that, uh, you know, the blessing will, will just, you know, it's working. And so, we need to learn to be orderly. Have you found Numbers 21? So here we read about the children of Israel. My time is starting now. Already as long started. <laughs> we read about uh, the children of Israel. They have been slaves in Egypt. God delivered them. They came out of slavery, yeah. and for years they have been in the desert. Now they are about to get into the promised land. And as they come in, there were nations that fought them. Now, in Numbers 21, verse 21, then Israel sent messengers to Sihon, king of the Amorites, saying, Let me pass through your land. We will not turn aside into field or vineyard. We will not drink the water of a well. We will go by the king's highway until we have passed through your territory. It says, We won't bother you. We just want a passage. Just want the highway. The king, it's a freeway. We will just go through your freeway. But Sion would not allow Israel to pass through his territory. He gathered all his people together and went, again, went out against Israel to the wilderness and came to Jahaz and fought against Israel. And Israel defeated him with the edge of the sword and took possession of his land from the Ammon to the Jabbok, as far as the Ammonites to the Ammonites, for the border of the Ammonites was strong. And Israel took all these cities. And Israel settled in all the cities of the Ammonites in Hezbon and in all villages. For Hezbon was the city of Sion, the king of the Amorites, who had fought against the former king of Moab and taken all his land out of his as far as Anon. Therefore, the ballad singers say, Come to Hezbon, let it be built, let the city of Sion be established. For fire came from Sihon and so forth. You know, so this Sihon conquered Moab and captured the city. So he thought that he's okay. He can come against the children of Israel. Yeah. And when he came against the look, the children of Israel were just saying, Give us a you know a, a passage, a way to go through. We won't touch, we won't pick up every anything. We will just pass. We have our food. We have every, our water. So we won't bother you. But he said, no ways. Instead, he came against them. You see, you can't, you can't fight a person who is blessed. And so because Israel was blessed, when they fought Israel, Israel defeated, defeated them. 
And so they were defeated. And in verse 31, Thus Israel lived in the land of the Amorites. And Moses sent spies out to Jaza, to spy out Jaza, and they captured its villages and dispossessed the Amorites who were there. Then they turned and went up by the way of Bashan. And Og, the king of Bashan, came out against them. And he and all his people to battle at Edrei. But the Lord said to Moses, Do not fear him, for I have given him into your hand and all his people and his land. And you shall do to him as you did to Sihon, king of the Amorites who lived at Hezbon. So they defeated him and his sons and all his people until he had no survivor left. And they possessed the land. Look here, when you are blessed, when somebody is coming against you, when you are blessed, what happens is that uh, he loses. And not only lose, but you, know, you also gain from him. Because you are blessed. The blessing is working. Yeah. There is transfer of wealth that happens. So don't, don't worry when people try to come and attack you. And so, don't worry. As long as we're not, you just protect the blessing. I'm blessed. And then I will make sure that there is nothing that will steal the blessing. Hallelujah. Chapter 22. <clears throat> then uh, the king of Moab, eh, Balak, heard that, hey, these people are close by. Let me make a plan. Verse 1, 23 verse 1. And Balaam said to Balak, ah, no, where are we? 22. Then the people of Israel set out and camped in the plains of Moab beyond the Jordan at Jericho. And Balak the son of Zippor saw all the Israelite, all that Israel had done to the Amorites. And Moab was in great dread. They were fearful of the people because there were many. <clears throat> Moab was overcome with fear of the people of Israel. And Moab said to the elders of Midian, This horde will now lick up all that is around us, as the, as the ox licks up, lick up the grass of the field. So Balak, the son of Zippor, Zippo, who was king of Moab at that time, sent messengers to Balaam the son of Beor, at Pethor, which is near the river in the land of the people of Amor, to call him, saying, Behold, a people has come out of Egypt. They cover the face of the earth, and they are dwelling opposite me. Come now and do what? Curse these people for me. Since they are too many for me, perhaps too mighty for me, Perhaps I shall be able to defeat them and drive them from the land. For I know that he whom you bless is blessed, and he whom you curse is cursed. So he's going to the chief whatever. Eh? 
Yeah. Who, what, what, whatever he says happens. When he says, I bless you, you are blessed. When he says, I curse you, you are cursed. Now, the children of Israel were not aware of this plan. But Balak arranged it. And so he sent people to Balaam. And so, verse 7, So the elders of Moab and the elders of Midian departed with the feast for divination in their hand. And they came to Balaam and gave him Balak's message. And he said to them, Lord, here tonight, and I will bring back word to you as the Lord speak to me. So the princes of, of Moab stayed with Balaam. And God came to Balaam and said, Who are these men with you? And Balaam said, Balak, the son of Zippor, king of Moab, has sent to me, saying, Behold, the people has come out of Egypt, and it covers the, the face of the earth. Now come, curse them for me. Perhaps I shall be able to fight against them and drive them out. God said to Balaam, you shall not go with them. You shall not curse the people. Why? For they are blessed. See, when, when, when God has blessed you, nobody can curse you. When you're walking in the blessing, there is no way that a curse can work against you. So, you should never ever be scared of somebody trying to curse you. You wake up in the morning, you find water uh, by your gate, and then you don't understand it. Don't be scared because you are blessed. Go over it. Yeah. Remember, one day, you know, I was going to school. And then, uh, you know, running. And then somewhere, you know, there is a train station. You know, it was a path. And then there was a snake, a dead snake. And then when people were going there, you know, when they arrived, when they get to the place, they go on the side. You know, they go. Ah, so now without thinking, eh, I go there and then I jump. And somebody says, hey, you know, why did you, you know, eh, jump? You know, I say, okay, I'll unjump it. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, here is the snake. So I unjumped the snake and then I went, you know, and then I go <laughs> So, <laughs> so is it, that's how people are scared. Are scared of so many things. Yeah, I was not safe at that time, and so, yeah. But now I'm thinking about it. That was they say I jumped it. It will create a problem. Okay, let me unjump it. Yeah. <laughs> to reverse what was. <laughs> And so, you know, but when I got saved, I understood that there is no curse that can work in my life. I'm a child of God. Yeah. 
Anyway, staying, staying here in Sesheho Zone 4, yeah, we, we would wake up in the morning and find eh, cats, dead cats, by the uh, kitchen door. And so we were not scared because we know that we are blessed. Yeah. Just took it, you know, throw it uh, somewhere. And then the other, the other day, uh, we find another one. Yeah. And so we're not scared. We just threw it away. It never did anything to us because we are blessed. I was working at the backyard, you know, and I get it, get it. I would go, this thing is hard. The fork is not getting it. So I tried to scoop whatever is there. And then when I take out, it's a, a is it goat skin with blood covered with concoction inside. And well, these people, they don't, <laughs> and so, you know, uh, we got rid of that. Yeah. And the other day, you know, right at the back, at the back, hey, you know, we get there on the windowsill, and we see this, this high. Yeah. And then we found number two. A human number two. Okay, how did it get there? I don't. Even today, I'm baffled. I don't know. Yeah. But when we are scared and say, "Oh, you know, something happened," you know, and we had a yeah, robu Why do you say dirahan? No. Because we understood that, you know what, we're working in the blessing. These things will never prevail against our lives. Yeah. Here we are today. We're still fine. Yeah. And so, God says to Balaam, you, you can't go with these people. Because these people are blessed. You can't curse them. So when you're blessed, you should never, ever be scared of anything. You go to your office at work, and then you find some things. Just clean them. Throw them off. Don't even pay attention to it. Don't even phone me, Pastor. I've just gotten into my office, and then I am noticing this thing. There is a feather here, and it looks like, you know, a an owl you know feather <laughs> yeah 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 don't don't be scared are you are you listening to me because you carry the blessing so god says they cannot be cursed yeah. because they are blessed mm. and so the following day he he let them go and say, you go back, I can't come, you know, because God says, <clears throat> uh, they can't, these people are blessed. And so, he got them off. And 
uh, so they went and they told Balak, this is what Balaam says. And so he sent more people with more money. Yeah. And they came to Balaam. Yeah. And then they said to Balaam, you know what? Balak would want to honor you. Just come. So Balaam says in verse 18, Though Balak were to give me his house full of silver and gold, I could not go beyond the command of the Lord my God to do less or more. So he too, please stay here tonight. So you too, that I may know what more the Lord will say to me. And came, and God came to Balaam at, at night and said, If the men have come to call you, rise, go with them, but only do what I tell you. Yeah. So God says, okay, fine, you now go. Yeah. But when you go, when you get there, you'll just say what I tell you. Yeah. So in a way, God wanted to bless the children of Israel. So he says, okay, I'll use the opportunity that you speak a blessing upon the children of Israel. And so he went. Along the way, you know, you remember the donkey uh, spoke. You know. And so ultimately, he went. And when he got there, I'll just summarize the whole thing. Uh, uh, Balak said, okay, you have come, thank you. And so I will take you to a mountain and look at these people. And so he took him to the mountain and he said, okay, do sacrifice here. Yeah, and then from there, speak a curse upon the nation of Israel. Yeah. And so he stood up, and when he was supposed to speak a curse, he spoke a blessing. Yeah. His mouth was, I want to curse, but a blessing was coming out. Yeah. You can't curse those whom God has blessed. Yeah. And so... Balak was angry. Why would you do this? I paid you a lot of money. Now you are doing what I'm not, uh, I didn't ask you to do. So he said, okay, let's go to, into another angle, another hill. Maybe from that angle you'll be able to see and speak to them. So they went. And okay, we are seeing from this angle now. And we make, you know, the altar and everything. And when he is supposed to speak a curse, a blessing came up. And Balak was angry again. You know why? And so they went now to a different angle again. Yeah, and he did the same. When he is supposed to curse them, he could not curse them. A blessing came out. And so this is a confirmation that it does not matter who tries to curse you, it will never work because you are blessed. So you should never ever be scared of that. Just know one thing that, you know what, I am blessed. And I'm working in the blessing of the law. You know, God has blessed me. I am working in the blessing of the Lord. And a curse will not, cannot work in my life. And so Balaam tried everything. A blessing came out. And so children of God never be scared of whatever 
you meet out there. Just know your God is bigger. Your God is stronger. Your God is mighty. And that a blessing is working in your life. And so they tried everything. They could not curse the children of Israel. Were the children of Israel aware that there is someone being hired to curse them? They were not aware. They were going about their business. They were not aware that there is someone in the background is trying to curse you. Let me tell you, there is a lot that God is doing, the angels of God are doing, without us being aware that they are fighting for us. So that is why every morning when you wake up, you just have to appreciate God, I thank you. I thank you, Lord. I don't know what the angels had to fight last night, but God, I thank you, you know, that you took care of me. And during the day, you know, uh, you have to thank God. Uh, God, I thank you uh, that you are there for me. Yeah, I was appreciating God. You know, uh, Mr. Rabiba, they had a family commitment, so I was uh, driving, you know, alone to Bilabila, and I was tired. Uh, you know, <clears throat> God woke me up at night, so most of the night I was praying, and so, you know, uh, I was bet when coming back, I was battling to stay awake. You know, the car kept on going to the site, you know, and, and then I was thinking, and then, you know, it's month end for some people, so a lot of traffic going back to Houghton. So I was thinking, you know, that, you know, I, I was just praying, God, I thank you that you take care of me. Thank you that, you know, you're protecting me. You know, even as I drive, God, you are there for me. And so, uh, and I'm thinking about it, that, you know, uh, I, I really appreciate the blessing of God upon my life. Yeah, that, that the blessing is working. God, I don't know where you, you know, how you have protected me and so, but I know that your angels were at work because the blessing is working. Amen. Amen. Yeah. And so, really, thank God for the things that you're not even aware that the angels of God are doing for you. Thank God. When you get to heaven, you know, God will be showing you, you know, here, that, that you know, could have happened, that should have, could have happened, that is, you know, but I took care of you. And so, we are grateful. And so Balaam tried to curse the people and he, he failed. And then from there he left. Look at, I want to show you this. Yeah. So we talk about the blessing. You know. In uh, in chapter 23, 
This is the first oracle where he tried. And from verse 13 is the second oracle. Chapter 24, verse 1, is the third oracle. And then more 24, verse 15, from verse 15 is the final oracle. So the last verse of chapter 24. Then Balaam rose and went back to his place. And Balak also went his way. But you know what? Balaam gave Balak an advice that made a curse, that activated a curse in the children of Israel. Says, you know, I tried to speak, it never worked. But you know what? I just share with you a secret. This is what will work. And then I don't have to be here for it to work. Just going. So he left. Yeah. And what happened? Look at the following chapter. Chapter 25. While Israel lived in Shittim, yeah, right there where they were trying to curse them. The people began to war with the daughters of Moab. God said to the children of Israel, don't intermarry with other nations. Why? Because they are going to teach you to follow their gods. Let me tell you, you need to be very careful whom you marry. You know, young people, you need to be very careful whom you marry. Yeah. Because uh, you get into a family that are worshipping idols. I'm telling you that it's going to be a challenge. Yeah. So it's not about that somebody is saved. Are you with me? You know, make sure that there is not you know that. Yeah. So so how Makalo wanna di twenty this one the towel I was you this way we put yourself By the way, yeah. <laughs> yeah. so yeah, God said, you know, be careful, don't intermarry because they are going to teach you wrong stuff. Yeah. And so here they are, the children of Israel, yeah. the women of the, the Moabites, they now came. So what happened? Balaam gave Balak. An advice and his advice was get beautiful ladies let them entice the guys from Israel 
and have relations with them. And then when they have relations with them, let them teach them the ways. Says, uh, lived in, the people began to war with the daughters of Moab. You know, war. Or, okay. Pastor Louis says, or. Begin to or. <coughs> war. Huh? What's that? Hall. Began to have sexual relations <laughs> with the daughters of Moab. You wanted me to say that that way, right? Yeah. And so, uh, so I advise him, get them to do that. And verse 2. Oh, is that what he says? <laughs> eh? Ho. War. 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 Ho. Eh? You pronounce the age. War. Okay. Ladies and gentlemen, it's ho. <laughs> and it says in verse 2 this invited the people to the sacrifices of their gods and the people ate and bowed down to their gods so Israel yoked himself to Baal of Peor and what happened and anger of the Lord was kindled against Israel. By pronouncing a curse, it never worked. But by getting them to sin against God. You know, wrong sexual relations. Number two, and idol worship. Yeah. God said that, you know, it, the anger of the Lord just came. And a lot of them died. Yeah. A curse worked. So sin is a blessing blocker. It's a blessing stealer or a blessing theft. thief. Yeah. But stealer is... Eh? It's right. Yes. Mkatakabari still I right. I'm just saying. Arvita kohai. Otseba horbeize. Kibo na baize. Stila. I right. So. Yeah. It just. Because what it does. It blocks you. It blocks the blessing working. God, the blessing can't work when there is sin involved. So, now, when Satan can curse you, or whoever can curse you, he will trap you to fall into sin. 
then he knows that he does not even have to do anything. A curse is in operation. You see, I tell people, when I, you know, I don't hold up a grudge against it, it's because I'm protecting the blessing. Yeah. I don't have to have anger, hatred, because that is stealing the blessing. That I don't have to go out there. You know, hanki Rebuki let day visit somewhere. Oh, tele. That I don't do that because I am protecting the blessing. Even if nobody sees me, I'm doing it in secret. It will never be discovered. But you know what? A curse will operate. Yeah. I don't take what does not belong to me because I'm protecting a blessing. Yeah. And so when you do right, you are protecting the blessing that the blessing should work in your life. And that's what we should understand as children of God, that if ever there is something that is going to steal a blessing is uh, sinning against God, it will steal a blessing. Yeah. And so when Satan tempts you, is because he wants to block a blessing. Yeah. And this sin, uh, even in the New Testament, eh, you know, God still warned people about the sin of Balaam. Yeah. That this is what Balaam did. And so, look at it. Now, it says that people walked in a scene of Balaam. They walked where? In a scene of Balaam. In, uh, you know, when God killed the people, they had to kill also Balaam. Now look at Numbers 31, verse 16. Behold this, on Balaam's advice, advice, eh? Cause the people of Israel to act treacherously against the Lord in the incident of Peor. So the plague came upon the congregation of the Lord. The plague, sickness came upon Israel because of the advice of Balaam. A curse came upon Israel because of the advice of Balaam. 
So that is what is stealing the blessing. And so, so church, I mean, we look in Second Peter chapter 2, verse 15. It says, forsaking the right way, they have gone astray. He's talking about these people. They have followed what? The way of Balaam. Many years. But God says that they are following the way of Balaam, the son of Beor, who loved gain from wrongdoing. Jude 1 verse 11, Woe to them, for they walked in the way of Cain and abandoned themselves for the sake of gain to Balaam's error. Eh? and perish in Korah's rebellion. So, uh, God is talking now to the people, to the church. You know, uh, one of the seven churches in the book of Revelation 2, verse, seven, uh, verse 14, it says, but I have few things against you. Yeah. The church in Pergamon says, I have few things against you. You have, you have some there who hold the teaching of Balaam, who taught Balak to put a stumbling block before the sons of Israel so that they might eat food sacrificed to idols and practice sexual immorality. You see? That's a trap that he put. And that trap just stopped a blessing waking in the children of Israel. And so, you know, when you are a child of God, live, live for God with a pure heart. Are you with me? Yeah, serve God with a pure heart, you know, and don't allow these things to come and entice you. Yeah. Because Balaam and his teaching and his practice, it's everywhere. Told them, you know, let your ladies just pop up among the uh, you know, the children of Israel. Yeah. Now they are popping up in the computers. Yeah. And popping up in the phones. And so you say, nobody's seeing me. And then you're out there watching pornography. It's a teaching of Bala. It's defiling your mind. It's blocking the blessing. Are you with me? Yeah. And so we should stay away from every and whatever even if it looks like evil, stay away from it. You save yourself. Amen? Yeah. And the blessing will work in your life. Yeah. The enemy will never be able to
to succeed against your life because you are blessed. You're walking in the blessing of the Lord. Hallelujah. Did you receive something from the Lord? Praise God. Let's say this together. Father God, I thank you for the blessing. It's working in my life. I thank you, God, that I am working in the blessing of the Lord. The curse will never work in my life because I am blessed. No one will be able to curse what God has blessed. Because I am blessed, no one will be able to curse me. A curse will never work in my life because I protect the blessing by doing what is right in Jesus' name. Amen. God bless you. Before we do another, please come. Uh,